The conversation about equal rights is oftentimes dominated by feministic views, but today we are going to talk about the men's side of the spectrum and specifically the men's rights movement. We are Let's Talk Equality and let's dive right into it. The men's rights movement in particular consists of a variety of groups and individuals who focus on general social issues and specific government services which adversely impact or in some cases structurally discriminate against men and boys. This definition is very closely related to the definition of feminism, but just of men. Um, so what do we actually think about what the men's rights movement is? I think it's actually really hard to categorize what the men's rights movement is. Because on the one hand, I really don't want to say that they don't have any legitimate claims. But then on the other hand, I don't know. They kind of portray themselves as a counter movement to or almost anti-feministic. And I think that's highly problematic. Yeah, so far I've also only heard about the men's rights movement from a very um, feministic sphere point of view. And um, there it was usually very problematically displayed. Yeah, so the men's rights movement aims to um, bring attention to, for example, suicide among men, which is a very important topic of um, a societal problem. But it seems to be overshadowed by a lot of people who are just very anti-feminists and are really seem to be angry about it. Yeah, actually, if you look at those arguments that they bring forward on just a surface level, I can totally understand that. But when they talk about suicide rates, they actually don't take into account like the attempts for suicide, which that yet again, female attempts are way higher than the ones for males. So if you really want to play that out, I don't know, sometimes you have those two different standpoints and they, they collide in a way. This just actually brings us back to the thing that we said before. They are making claims that feminists are making for a really long time already. Yeah, agreed. The end goal is pretty much the same from both movements, but like in theory on paper, it's not something to disagree with if you see that both genders should have equal opportunities and equal rights. The loudest voices also mostly have the most controversial opinions, which is really sad because most of the people of the movement are very sane people with great arguments, but they are not heard as much. I think the men's rights movement is also more popular in specific spheres. For example, I um, take part in a lot of the gaming community, and the com gaming community mostly exists of men. These men often get sucked into a community and an area where a lot of people are in the men's rights movement, and those opinions are so common that they hear it every time. And eventually they adapt to those beliefs as well and they start to believe them. And they really feel threatened by feminism. Yeah, 100% agreed. I think it's actually such a big thing that when you as a woman are inside of those communities that it jumps into your head so easily. Because like you said before, once you are in this bubble and this uh, becomes like common knowledge, common belief, the internalized misogyny that you can actually carry away from just simply existing in those networks is immense. And it also took me a long time to, to realize that, actually. Yeah, I think that's also why there's so many maybe women in like the gaming community, for example, but also other communities related to it um, that adhere to those beliefs and um, really believe also that men are... Um, discriminated against and treated differently than women and that women are actually right now the ones with more privilege and these are women thinking that actually because they are in that sphere 
and that makes men's rights so very intriguing. That's also why we researched this, just to to understand more how this network functions and how those people are connected with each other and how they share their information. That's like the sole purpose why we did this research about men's rights. Also in regard to the uh, network analysis, we kind of did like a micro network analysis when we went on campus and asked people about their perception of the men's rights movement. And very interestingly, um, we had people who came from a men's rights activist standpoint, kind of very familiar with the inequalities and issues for men or where they are in a disadvantage. And also we had the opposite from a very feminist perspective, um, where the perception is very much focused on the women's problems. And then we had a lot of people who didn't know anything about the men's rights movement, didn't even know any of their claims or what they theoretically stand for, what their goals were. That's also a great representation of the bubble structure of the networks and how everybody is confronted with their beliefs and what they are familiar with every day but doesn't really leave their bubble to inform themselves about the different movements and the different perspectives. So if you're interested in that as well, check out our TikTok, Let's Talk Equality, and watch those videos. When we take it from the real life into the digital world, we also did a network analysis on Reddit, Twitter, and YouTube. And what we tried to figure out was how these communities are intertwined and how they interact with each other. So what we found was that on Reddit, People are very interactive on multiple subreddits. Um, they comment a lot and they are very intertwined. It's a very close network with a lot of people. Um, then on Twitter, there's also a lot of communities that are formed. There's also single individuals that just spread their message into the world without interacting with a lot of people. Then finally, um, the YouTube videos seem to be the most closed off networks where there's little interaction between the one video and the next, of course. We did not analyze all of YouTube, so this could be different in the whole wide spectrum. But from what we found, those were really contained to only the YouTube comments of one video, where users didn't really interact in any other video comment section. Actually, I was kind of surprised hearing about the YouTube. I really thought that with all the large key players that are really often talked about on YouTube, on the platform there, that they're connected with each other, that they have like a network, but now seeing that they score the lowest on interactivity. Yeah, I think that's also a little bit because YouTube very much needs the algorithm to work in contrast to Twitter and Reddit. So um, on Twitter and Reddit, you get into the community more easily. Whereas if you look up men's rights movement on YouTube, you get feminists talking about the men's rights movement. It really takes the algorithm a while to figure out where you want to go and that you're actually into the men's rights movement itself and not just the debunking of the statements of the men's rights movement. But actually, on the other hand, if you really get the algorithm to work, then you are hooked in this bubble. So for us in this research, it was so hard to find actually the content that we need, like you said before, um, to make this deep dive and actually be confronted with almost those hatred walls that the algorithm puts up to keep you in those thought processes. It is really a very slippery slope that you can go down like the rabbit hole. 
Yeah, YouTube was also very different from the networks on Reddit and on Twitter. On Reddit, it was very intertwined and very much a closed network that you would try to enter. And while it was not as intertwined on Twitter, it was a very much more hateful network. And as someone who tries to dive deeper into the men's rights movement and what their actual claims are and what they are concerned with, it is very hard to either get into those communities and try to find a comfortable space to get information because you are very confronted with either a lot of hate or a very closed off network and I think that's also something that makes combining both movements and trying to find common ground and not just try to debunk the other side's arguments very hard because there is no safe space for both sides to voice their opinions without being bashed and shamed by the other side for even being concerned about this issue and that would be something I would wish for to see in the future to also find a space where I can get information on the movements without feeling hatred from one side, just very nicely opinionated <laughs> and formulated information and arguments. So you can see that as a very nice take-home message as we end our discussion here. We are all on the same page when it comes to making new spaces for more open, more well-rounded discussions that are not focusing on in-group outgroup thinking we are in the men's rights and you don't have any right to talk with us about this this needs to be broken up and it's so important that we keep on talking about this so thank you very much for listening today we are let's talk equality and we were so delighted to have you here today and we hope that you tune in for the next episode as well mm -hmm.